Hey, Donna. Hey, Norman. Are you ready for some caviar? Are you ready for some Kool-Aid? Let's go. Yep. You are tuned in to Caviar and Kool-Aid, where we explore the extravagant and simple facets of life, love, marriage, and parenting. I am your host, Norman Thomas. And I am your host, Donna Thomas. We want to thank you for joining us again on another installment <laughs> of, Caviar, of Caviar and Kool-Aid. Donna, are you excited about today's show? I am excited about today's show. Listen, it's going to be uh, some fun, some facts. It's just going to be what it is. Before we get into that, Norman, yes. who's sponsoring our show today? Well, as I drop this music... This episode is brought to you by Mini Violins. For those moments, your child's sob story almost sounds like the truth. (laughs) Mini Violins. (laughs) The mini ones. Let me tell you, these kids know how to look at you. They know how to cry. They know how to drag them eyes down. Just so. And it's M-I-N-I and M-A-N-Y. Yeah. Many tears and many violins. It's like, y'all don't realize at this point. That it don't work? That just doesn't. No, it don't work. It works maybe around two, maybe three. Right. But at this point, eh, kind of over you. So today's, <laughs> today's episode, we are excited about today's episode. We are going to be talking about, let me tell you, this title is, the title alone is funny to me. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about pacifiers, pull-ups, and panties. <laughs> pacifiers, pull-ups, and panties. I heard someone say, where are they going with this? I'm going to tell you exactly where we're going. Listen, so... Looking at our our children, and again, um, one of the elements of our show, Caviar and Kool-Aid, is definitely about parenting. Um, So we're only going to share with you and bring to you what we know and what we've gone through, our own experiences. Um, And every now and again, we're going to add some insight from some outside sources um, just to give you, you know, a broader look at things. Um, but our children, oh my God, they're growing. They are. And, and as it, they grow, we are growing also. You're right. That That is the, that's the truth of it all. We really are growing, but it's scary. You know what? Help watching my children grow. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, it is scary. But watching my children grow has helped me to understand adults so much better. Like... When I watch people, how they maneuver in through life and how they handle situations, I see my children sometimes in their behavior. And I'm going, oh, my God, if we don't um, get a hold of certain things, if we don't try yeah. to direct them now, this is what we're going to be looking at. Somebody's going to be looking at later going, what What did your parents do? It's I, true. I, I get it. I, get I it. Um, When we were, we just had a another parent teacher moment um with my uh, daughter's teacher and one of the things that I said to her and when I said it to her she made like this face like oh wow 
Um, but my wife and I, since day one, we've we've made it our business to not ra- to not raise children. We're not trying to raise children. Yeah, they're already children. We are trying to raise adults. Yeah, we're trying to raise adults that know how to go into this world, present themselves properly in this world, and be good citizens, be good people, be good Christians. Um. That's our goal. Like we're not trying to keep you keep them as children. We had a woman <laughs> in the church that we used to go to. She posed the question, "How do I raise my grown daughter?" <laughs> Looked at her like, "What? <laughs> you probably shouldn't be raising <laughs> your grown daughter." There's something wrong with that. Who? <laughs> you can be enhancing. Yeah, supporting. Offering some advice. But, Bay, if you didn't do that by the time they were five. Uh, yeah, and she was approaching 30. She was in the, yeah. So, yeah, our goal um, through this through this parenting thing <laughs> um, is to really make sure that our children have the, the tools and stuff that they need. Um, so, I'll tell you one of, one of the things when... Um, my daughter started to oh god oh god when my (laughs) when my daughter started to develop now y'all seems to me like things are happening a whole lot faster these days than back in the day um but when she like start started to like parts of her body started to move out like i guess they're supposed to but mm-mm. I didn't like that. Listen, if you go in the, that grocery store and you look at that chicken breast that look like your breast and them chicken thighs that look like <laughs> your thighs, and we feed it to our kids and then wonder why they look like they do. Like you got babies that look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his early days when he was, you know, competing that you know, and and and, and the uh, I, I'm scrolling through Facebook <laughs> and I see a friend of mine standing there and I saw the caption said, um, eighth grade dance, and he's standing there with this young lady, she looked like his sister in law, <laughs> and that was his daughter. And I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to say something so bad, but I'm like, this is really what's going on what's going in on. these streets, and to me. That that caviar moment for me is I know that I'm only seconds away from my daughter talking about a boy or my son holding his hand out for some car keys. Like I know that I'm only seconds away. And it I, petrifies I, me. Listen, don't I'm I'm saying I ask God all the time, slow can we slow this down? Because we're trying to ma- we're, mm. we're trying to master the stages where they are right now and we're it's like coming so fast by the time we got kind of get used to this Mm -mm. it's something else comes but that's the thing like we're we get as parents and for parents that's out there listening that have um either gone through it or that are currently going through it you try try as you might to master a stage (laughs) try as you might (laughs) and you feel like oh i got it i understand now 
And now they're already in the next stage. So it's like, okay, now that you know about that stage, it's doing you no good. Because, <laughs> and then for us, our think about our dynamic. Our kids are only 14 months apart. Four, yeah, and everybody so, thinks they're twins. And yeah. for a while there, they, they kind of operated like twins. Yep. Um, so it's not like, you know, like I look at parents that have their children. <laughs> I'm going to say this so wrong. But I look at parents that have their children spread out in age, and it's like the good part about it is you can look at the the new one, the new baby, and say, well, you know what? I crapped out on the other one, but now I know exactly <laughs> <laughs> now I know exactly what to do with you. And you kind of think that other kid. You know, thank you for, for the being the trial kid. Thanks for being the trial kid. <laughs> but now I, I could probably do, but ours like came like at the same they time. Were so, yeah. So we were never out of a stage where it was all never. like, he, but here's, you know, the the thing that I'm, I'm learning about uh, because we have a girl and a boy. So the, you know, the things that they go through differently because of their gender, it's different. Um, uh, in their development so we had like potty training oh my god potty training potty training was a well, okay for my daughter it was a breeze so we had her you know she it only took a few literally a few days she got it done caught right on that boy of ours listen he made me want to jump off the nearest cliff Mm-mm. about every day we tried and <laughs> so this is the thing. This is for Jay. This is the thing. Now we're talking about pacifiers, pull-ups, and panties. Oh so now goodness. let's go back he to had the pull-ups. pacifiers. And he had <laughs> so our son is very, very thoughtful. And when I say thoughtful, I mean he thinks out every move strategically and he's been doing this since he was a baby baby. now we taught him the principles of body training going to the pot now um this matter that's in the diaper goes in the pot this matter that your body just produced and put in the diaper has to go in the pot. <laughs> Jay refused to sit on the pot to make the matter go in the pot. So what Jay would do is, Jay would do it in a diaper. He would go get it out the diaper and then put it in, in the, the toilet and then come get us and go look like he yep. did. He did it. <laughs> So he did what he he did what we showed him, not how we showed him. It so it to me it was like this boy gets the concept. He gets what he's supposed he just, to do. He was nervous. He was scared of it. You but no, that? listen. The the funniest thing was the lady at church tried to help us with his potty training, mm. and so she gave us this grand idea. She said, <laughs> <laughs> "Take some Cheerios." And put him in the pot and tell him to pee on him and that make it a game for him. So, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. I take it and I clean out the the um the pot really well. I put the Cheerios in it and mm-hmm. I said, Jay, yeah, when you get ready to go, pee on the Cheerios. Okay. Yes, mommy. So Okay, okay, sure. Then Jay's all you know, he's agreeing and everything. So I go I go away, I come back. 
There's no Cheerios. None. Where the Cheerios They're at? They're gone. Where they at? Where's the Cheerios? And that's all I'm going to say to you people, because I don't want to continue <laughs> to tell you what happened <laughs> to those Cheerios. But just know that they were never peed on. Nope. Mm-mm. Not. No. That little boy. <laughs> Jay was. That was a nightmare day for me. Like, I screamed and I was like, what, what do you, where's this chip? Okay. So I'm about to, I'm about to open the curtains. I'm about to open the curtains. Oh God. Open the curtains back. So my wife is very squeamish. I'm very squeamish. And when I say squeamish, I mean, I walked, I had, there were times when I walked in on my wife changing our baby's diaper. With gloves on. With gloves with on. With gloves on. Yes. Gloves on. Gloves. Now, sit with that for a second. Don't do the I don't. I don't care. I don't mind. Open those curtains up. Let the sun shine in. I don't mind. But babe, those those were our babies. Like you. <laughs> they were babies, and that was boo boo. So you know what that, that let me know. That let me know that if anything were to go awry, I can't handle it in my life. I can't handle it. <laughs> And I'm not a, I'm not ashamed. And I need I need some in in home health care. Nope, getting nurses. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the one. Daughter said I will you bring will, you some. You will sit back, or I help you out. I, I will point to you what you need. Oh my God! So we're gonna cite. Uh, we're gonna cite. <laughs> folks think it's so bad at my spring. We're gonna cite the uh, the CDC um, as they point out the um, five stages of early child. Her development. So we've got the newborn stage, infant stage, toddler, preschooler, and school age. Um, so just dealing with school age because that's where we are right now. Um, you've got all of the developmental mind uh, milestones. So we've got emotional, social changes. Children in this age group, um, age group might show more independence from parents and family. Start to think about the future. Understand more about his or her place in the world, um, pay more attention to friendships and teamwork, want to be liked and accepted by friends. So I'm going to go back to show more independence from um, parents and family. So I'm going to tell you about a very traumatizing moment in my life um, as it refers to my daughter. So when she was a uh, baby, baby, um, car seat baby, I noticed that I would when I would put her in the car seat because, okay, as a dad, you know, that's a part of protecting your child. Right. Such a good dad. So listen, it just means everything to me. So that putting the baby safely in the car seat, first making sure the car seat is in the car properly and correctly, then lifting my baby, putting her in the car seat. Then getting that strap and securing it, making sure it's tight enough, not too tight. Like all of that meant so, 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 so much to me. And I noticed after a while, she started, she got to a, a certain age and she started watching me, like watching me put on the seatbelt. So I'm like, why is she like, literally she could be playing with a toy or whatever. And I start putting that seatbelt on. She would stop playing and just look straight down. So she could see what I was doing, how I was plugging in the the components of the seatbelt and all of that. Eventually, I go, a day came, I put her in the car seat. And I go to put on the straps. Aaliyah 
scream, no daddy, no daddy, no daddy. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Because I couldn't understand why she was reacting like that. No daddy, no daddy, no daddy. I was like, what, Ali, I got to put you in your car. I like, no, no, I do it, I do it. So I'm standing there like, huh? So I stood back. The girl pulled the, the straps, locked one side in, locked the other side in, then put her hands up. Like in pure joy that she, she was able it. to lock herself yeah. in her seatbelt. So for most people, that should have been a triumphant moment. For me, it was the beginning to the end. Aww. It literally felt like she didn't need you anymore. My baby doesn't need me. She can protect herself. She can make her own self safe. That thing, y'all. That was years ago. My daughter is eleven years old, and when she I tell hasn't you, stop doing the, having those moments. But since. I still feel that. Yeah. Do I need to talk to somebody? You might. <laughs> Not to me though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because as a mom, and, and all you know, I've been a um, stay-at-home mom since day one. So, you know, I was always happy to see them do have independent stages because that was just like one more thing that I could check off the list that I didn't have to worry about being done. But, you know, I, so I saw it differently than my husband. I was like, yeah, make Mm-mm. sure you get in there, lock yourself in, let's go. <laughs> nope. Nope. That thing. It tears him up. It does. Even still to this moment, I think about that, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not ready for that. It's brought to us today by what? <clears throat> mini violins. So. By the mini violins. <laughs> oh, and I, I feel like I should be playing one right now because that's my sob story. Um, So Tanner, if you uh, back on the, um, um, the CDC, they also provided a Tanner scale that shows um, growth and maturity. And uh, five different stages. So um, stage one, after the eighth birthday, there are no noticeable changes. Stage two, from age nine to 11, um, the breasts or buds start to form and pubic hair starts to form. God be with me. Uh, a Stage three, after age 12, acne first appears, armpit hair, height increases at its fastest rate. Stage four, around age 13, I don't want to say that word. You say it. I don't want to say it. What what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? That word right there. I don't... First period arrives. I might have to shut my mic off. It's okay, babe. I got this. I, I I got that part. You handle the boy. I'll handle the girl, and we'll meet in the middle and handle them both. But I got that part. That was beautifully said. I will say that. That was beautifully said. But (laughs) (laughs) you know when you say but, it just erases everything else I just said. But But, and however. (laughs) You can't handle. You know, it's a mental thing. Your your daughter is growing up. Your son is growing up, and I get it. You know, we're they're moving on to the those that next place, and it's not just a physical moving on, but it's an emotional moving on. It's the the slowly and sl- slowly but surely them moving away from you in a in another way. Yeah. Not, you know, and I get that, and I see it every day in our home. 
Um, you know, and, and they, they have so many distractions now that we have to be intentional as parents to make sure that we're in, involved in our children's lives because they're, they're, you know, they're distracted by their video games, their phones, yes. and all yes. of those other things. So um, <sighs> we have to be intentional about their growth and developing what they're, fe- you know, f- being fed, even going out into the world. So yeah, it all plays a part. We see that. Um, them moving away slowly but surely and and finding their own and standing on their own and no they won't need us in one way but they'll need us in another you know and 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 I and I I appreciate that and you know I thank God for that because I'm um I'm 50 I'm not 50 yet you are not 50 years old. I claim 50 like I can't wait to be 50 but um you know I I still call my mom I still call my dad you know thank God that I still have them um, but we always I still need... call your mom and I still call your dad. Right. We are <laughs> there was some shade in there somewhere. We all <laughs> we all depend like on our parents. We will depend on, on on our parents forever. Um and then lastly that stage five where the reproductive organs and genitals are fully developed. Um they even go on to say for females, um at stage five their looks change their breasts reach approximate um adult size and shape um then their hips and thighs begin to fill out in shape i mean nowadays you could go buy them but this is when what what hook never go ahead right now this is this is when it's gonna be what it is and then in boys um their little junk gets about where it's supposed to be and full pubic hair and facial hair and voice is deep and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's too I much. I want to keep my sweet little boy and my sweet little girl. Well, she's Swedish. She's she's going through those changes, so she's kind of like um, sweet and low. <laughs> sweet and low. That's a mess. That's a mess. But, no, like, it's 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 happening. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's happening. Um, And we are... The parents, so we have to navigate through. Like we have to, you know, when when those caviar moments do come up, where it is daunting and extreme and larger than life, we have to figure out a way to find the Kool Aid. I don't know how we're gonna find the Kool Aid to that. <laughs> well, you know what, I, I, you know, I say this, and I know we're gonna be wrapping up in just a second, but I will say this: what has helped me Lord is. Jesus. Um, support from other parents like we you and I talk to each other about things and we all we also have friends that are you know their children are going through the same stages and we offer each other support like girl can I tell you this and can I tell you this what's going on and it helps because you you don't feel alone in some of those times when um things are not the way they should be and you feel you can see that other parents are going through the same thing so you know find yourself a good support group support one another and I, I will say this support the single parents around you oh my god because yes. they need it they you need know, a village if you if you have a uh, a spouse or somebody with you on the journey and you still and you see how difficult it is with somebody can you imagine that person by themselves Mm-mm. so offer some support to those single mothers and single fathers out there they need it. you know it, and and uplift them call them and tell them that it's going to be okay and you know, help lighten the load emotionally for them at times. That is so important. Like it does take a village, you know, that it sounds, it's like, it sounds cute on television, you know, but no, that's, that's real life. Um, We need each other and don't be afraid parents. Even, even you 
seasoned experience or whatever parents out there look if it's not the kids are ch- that that are changing it's the times it is that are changing absolutely um so you know don't feel embarrassed or feel like you can't like go to someone and ask for help get that help ask someone get that help because it's so important um so we want to thank you for joining us on uh, this episode of Caviar and Kool-Aid. Um, don't forget, we will present you new shows every first and third Friday of the month um, on all of your podcasting platforms. Tell a friend if you enjoyed this show, if this show did anything for you, inspired you, helped you, made you giggle in any way. Please tell a friend um, if you'd like to send us anything um, show ideas um, even if you want to say hey guys you're doing a great job or enjoying you whatever or have some questions some, some questions, topics you something. want us to discuss um, send us an email it will be down in the description box um, but it's caviar and kool-aid dot adn at gmail.com we are so glad that you joined us because this is where we navigate the caviar and celebrate the Kool-Aid. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>